set. Uh, good Friday afternoon, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Seaville Show. It's great to be with you on a gorgeous summer afternoon in downtown Charlottesville on Market Street. On Market Street, this show, the I Love Seaville Show, is a program where we talk things in our community. Many of the topics are relayed to us by you, the viewer and listener. And because of that, we are tremendously grateful for your viewership and your contribution from a content standpoint. We want the content to come from you. The game plan of the network is to be almost like a columnist from a newspaper where we offer our opinion on things that are important to the community. Um, look at the screen for the headlines we're going to cover today. We are going to chitter chatter. More fallout from Segura Solar, damage and details. There's a lot of Segura clients right now that are in a bit of a predicament. I'll pass along to you what customers of Segura are doing to protect themselves. I will also pass along to you the details of local business people and entrepreneurs that are trying to potentially rescue this company by buying distressed assets for pennies on the dollar. Either way, if you're a customer of Segura Solar and you have their panels on your roof, you have exposure right now. You have exposure. Um, from who's going to service your panels. You have exposure for your monthly payments. Are the monthly payments you're making, um, are they going to the right people? Are they paying off the debt? What's going to happen if an um, entrepreneur or business owner comes in and buys this company for pennies on the dollar? That chatter's happening right now. The founder of this company has skipped town and those very close to him think he, think, uh, believe he is out of the country, um, on the lamb, if you may. I'll give you the timeline of events of various CEOs for this company, and I'll explain the next steps for you of how to protect yourself and your most prized investment, your home. We've done a lot of due diligence on this story, which I will pass along to you. We've done a lot of due diligence on the United States Postal Service in Charlottesville and Central Virginia, communication with two or, th uh, I want to get this exact, two direct message conversations and one text message conversation with United States Postal Service, their, their men, um, who are delivering mail to your house. They're getting hammered by customers asking where our newspaper is, and they want to utilize this platform to explain to the community that it's not their fault that the newspaper has not been delivered. I'll give you those X's and O's today on the show. Also on today, today's program, we really didn't have a chance to break this down because of the Segura news that broke on this show yesterday, but we had monumental breaking news from the Supreme Court that ruled um, affirmative action as it applies to admissions is now un unconstitutional. So I want to take a look on the... Um, impact of this ruling from the country's highest court and how it could impact Charlottesville, Virginia and the University of Virginia. Jim Ryan issued a statement yesterday about the highest court's ruling. I will pass that statement on to you. 
And then what I want to do is, as a community, spitball the cause and effect and collateral damage and what this could look like. Jim Hingley, the Commonwealth attorney, is coming on the I Love Seville show on July 6th. July 6th is Thursday, so next Thursday, Jim Hingley will be here. Jim Hingley is a friend of the program. He is one of the most knowledgeable guys, most well-read guys, most measured guys I know. And Jim Hingley is uh, currently, and he's given me the blessing to pass this along to you, which I will, is... um, Jim Hingley, the Admiral County Commonwealth Attorney, has filed a motion to dismiss the felony, felony indictment of Almoral County lynching victim John Henry James. The motion to dismiss, which he has attached and sent my way, includes a copy of the felony indictment, accused of sexual assault, Mr. John Henry James was lynched in Almoral County on July 12, 1898 while en route from Stanton to his initial appearance in Almoral County Circuit Court. The Almoral County Grand Jury convened at the courthouse on July 12, 1898, to consider the accusation. Despite having learned of John Henry James's death while it was deliberating, the Grand Jury nonetheless proceeded to issue an indictment against the deceased, Michael Woods, the Albemarle County Commonwealth Attorney in 1898, made no effort to bring the perpetrators of this racial terror lynching to justice, nor did any Albemarle County law enforcement officials. Now Jim Hingley is looking to dismiss, um, which I think is a testament to Mr. Hingley, the man and his character. Jim, are you watching today's show? If you could let me know, I, I would sincerely enjoy that. I know you enjoy the program and watch when your schedule permits. I think um, we're lucky to have Mr. Hingley in this community, and I'm excited to have him on the show, feature him on the show on Thursday. Judah Wickhauer has been doing a heck of a job on this program. I thought yesterday I, I used the analogy that he hit for the cycle, which I was very impressed with. If you could give me a thumbs up when we're live on my page. I'm having problems with it. I'm not sure we'll uh, get it back. Okay, for those who are asking, we would encourage you to check out one of the 14 or 15 other Facebook pages to see uh, the program. All right, Segura Solar first. I'll give you the uh, details that I got from yesterday to today. So yesterday, here are the details I relayed to you. The man who was leading the charge of maintaining the lease for Segura Solar, which is the tenant and the landlord of their Charlottesville headquarters on Route 20, off Route 29 on Westfield, it was passed along to me that Segura Solar, under the cloak of darkness, used moving trucks to clear out their Charlottesville headquarters, and under the same cloak of darkness, empty their HQ, take all their valuables out of it, and get the hell out of town. This company owes well into the six figures to the landlord. The landlord is unable to track down those who have signed the lease to 
collect what is money owed to him. Furthermore, there's been maybe a couple hundred Segura customers that have reached out to myself about an inability to reach this company for simple servicing or to answer and ask questions. I did a little research and I found, and you can do the same, I would encourage you guys to look at the Yelp reviews, the Google reviews, and or the Better Business Bureau feedback from customers about Segura Solar over the last 12 month period of time. I'm gonna go to the Better Business Bureau website and read some of these reviews to you. Um, in fact, I'll let you do that. I'll share the link on, on the pages. Here's a snapshot of what's happening. Homeowners that have entered financial agreements with Segura Solar to install solar panels on their roof to help alleviate the burden of an electric bill are getting ghosted by this company. These homeowners have warranties for the panels on their roof, active warranties, and many of these homeowners are utilizing financing vehicles that are many years, if not many decades long, to help keep the cost of the installation in check. Let's say, I'll just use a roundabout number. Let's say it costs 100 grand to install the panels on a roof. That 100 grand, a lot of folks don't have it laying around in a bank account. So they finance the panel installation and the 100K over a term. That term could be 10 years, 5 years, 15 years, 20 years. Similar to like a mortgage. The longer the term, the cheaper and lower the payments, but also the more interest you're gonna pay. Again, just like a mortgage, just like a credit card. Folks are utilizing this financing vehicle to keep the overhead associated with this solar insta installation um, at a level that is less than potentially their electric bill. Here's what I mean by that. You get the panels installed in your house and you say, I wanna finance it over 15 years. That gives me a payment of X amount of dollars with the solar company. My electric bill at the same time is gonna go down X amount of dollars because the sun is powering my house now and not Dominion Electric. So folks say, I'm gonna finance over 10, 15 years. My monthly payment is this. My electric bill drops down to nothing, so I come out ahead. Here's the problem that's happening, and you can see this on the Better Business Bureau website. Many clients are contacting Segura Solar saying, my panels are not saving me the money we initially predicted. There's a problem with my setup, my infrastructure on my roof. Help, I need help. Because now I'm paying you, as part of our financing agreement, X amount of dollars per month. But concerning my electric bill is now going up because I need Dominion to keep my power on because the panels aren't working like they should. So these homeowners are now getting hit twice. They're getting hit with a Dominion bill that's going up because the setup's not working. And they're getting hit 
with the same Segura monthly payment um, that they agreed to in writing with the understanding that this would diminish their bill to Dominion. They're literally getting hit twice, folks. These people, these homeowners, look at the Better Business Bureau website, look at the Google reviews, look at the Yelp reviews. You can see it for yourself. These homeowners are begging. They are pleading. They are demanding. They are insisting that Segura come out and help them, but they're getting no phone calls, no return phone calls, no return emails. There's people in the Better Business Bureau website that literally are going to the locations where Segura Solar is located and banging on the doors because no phone calls and no emails are being returned. And as these unhappy customers are banging on their doors, the doors remain locked and no one is answering the in-person office banging of these doors. Guys, this is a cluster duck, quack, quack, quack of significant proportions here. Here's where we're at. And I'm going to read verbatim so I don't mess this up from my phone. I'm pulling my phone out and I'm going to read this verbatim. Jerry, Jerry, you definitely covered a lot on yesterday's program. It was a great watch. I got back into town and I caught your show yesterday in replay. Thank you for doing this story. A couple of other elements I want to relay to you. Zagora shut down the Richmond office as well, not just the Charlottesville one. They're trying to work from a warehouse in Stanton as we speak. A new investor, I've heard of now two local investors, but this particular source says a new investor is trying to buy this company for pennies on the dollar. I know there's a, and this is, that's my source talking there. Another source told me said that there's a roofing company that's also looking to buy Segura for pennies on the dollar. This is a distress asset that folks are trying to scoop up in opportunistic fashion. The biggest issue we have here, one of my sources says, is the founder of the company, Andy Bindia, and I may be messing his last name up, it's spelled B-I-N-D-E-A. Andy, B-I-N-D-E-A, has now skipped town and people, including employees, are not even sure if Andy is in the country at this point anymore. My source says there are people that have not gotten paid for a month or more. My source lets me know that ever since the founder fired the executive team back in November, things completely tanked. They brought in a new chief executive officer who got fired four months after the new CEO was hired. Then, in-house counsel Nathan King weaseled his way into the CEO spot, but he was such a disaster that he got fired after two months when he got caught paying himself and other executives before they could meet payroll for employees. Furthermore, I gotta choose my words carefully here because I gotta protect my guy. 
so I'm vetting this to protect my source's anonymity right now. Um, my source says, look at the Google reviews, especially the newest ones over the last six months, nothing but one star. And my source says, I will continue to provide information when possible without blowing my cover. I think this is what I, my advice that I would offer if you're a Segura customer, okay? And I'm trying to do this because I want to go to bat for the underdog. I want to champion the underdog. I want to stand up for just like the families out there that are just like my family, right? This is what y'all did, right? You put solar panels on your roof. And you put solar panels on your roof because it's good for the environment and because money is tight right now. And, and you put the panels on your roof to help figure out a way to save some money while doing what was right for the environment. And once you got this, once you got this debt service paid, you really were gonna come out ahead. It was gonna take some time to get the debt service paid, but once you did, you figured you were really gonna come out ahead. So families all over Central Virginia, families all over the country, we're making financial decisions to help themselves with quality of life. That's what we do every day, man. We make decisions to help our families come out in a better spot from a quality of life standpoint. And the crappy part of this, the such crappy part of this, is a company that, that lacked character, that ran their business nefariously, is screwing everyday Joes and everyday Sallies. The founder of the business is out of the country on the lamb. They use moving trucks under the cloak of darkness without the landlord or anyone tied to the landlord seeing what was going on to clear out an office space because they worried the locks would be changed and all the stuff in the headquarters would be sold at auction to help recoup the six figures plus that is owed to the landlord. So instead of allowing the assets in the headquarters to be sold at auction, I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars of computer equipment and other infrastructure, they weaseled their way in like the Baltimore Colts with the Mayflower trucks and said, clear it out real quick, no one's looking, it's 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, let's get that shit out of there and let's get it to our warehouse in Stanton and let's do it at our operation in Richmond as well. That is shady. That is so shady. That is the definition of shady right there. So here's what you got to do, viewers and listeners that are Segura customers. I'm going to give it to you very clearly, and I'm going to give it to you succinctly and clearly as a businessman that every day hedges risk with strategic decision-making. That's what I do, okay? That is what I do. Here is your first step. Your first step is to find a solar company locally that could potentially work on your infrastructure, your solar infrastructure, your panels. Whether that's the Suttons with Tiger Solar or the company that Rogers highlighted on the show, which was the one you highlighted on the show, Roger? Let me know if you could. Was it Sun Solar, Raj? I think it was. The second step you need to do is you got to figure out if the money you're paying every month for your infrastructure 
if it legitimately is eroding your outstanding debt service. Please figure that out quickly. The money you're paying every month, is it going against principal? The money you owe for the installation. Please figure that out. Next thing, just you talk to a lawyer. I use Ralph Main. Uh, I mentioned Ralph Main yesterday. He's working with a number of customers from a class action standpoint. Kevin Yancey asked me on the show this morning, why would the customers not just do this individually to get as much money as possible? The answer to that is retainers and legal fees are expensive and it's much easier to spread the overhead over a bunch of families as opposed to one accruing or paying the retainer or the legal fee and the, the upfront money owed to the attorney. That's the advantage of, of, of bulking this up. On top of that, if you bulk this up with other families, it shows a much stronger case from my opinion. Now, let's talk worst case scenarios. If you have Segura Solar on your roof and you're looking to sell your house, you need to be upfront with whatever agent you use to sell your crib. And you need to let your agent know that this is Segura on my roof and the future of this business is in peril, in flux right now. The last thing you want to do is list your house, have potential buyers realize it's Segura and your crib gets scarlet lettered and doesn't sell. You may want to hold off on listing. It's a conversation you want to have with your lawyer and your realtor. Because if you try to sell your house and the panels and infrastructure are Segura and you struggle to find someone that will service your panels or you struggle to find someone that will cover the active warranty or if a buyer realizes it's Segura and that debt service financing vehicle is passed from one buyer, from one owner to the next buyer of the house, would that next buyer of the house want to assume that financing vehicle without knowing the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed? I would not, dude. I would not buy a house if Segura was on the roof right now without knowing, can a local company service my panels? and what that's gonna cost. Will a local company assume the active warranty of a company that is clearly shady as AF? And can the financing vehicle that was used to install the panel, if I assume it when I buy this house, will I be assuming, assuming bad debt? This story has so many effing layers to the onion. So many layers to the onion. In conclusion, my suggestion to you is contact a local solar company and figure out if they will A, assume your active warranty, B, if they will service your infrastructure, C, if they will, what the cost is to service your infrastructure and to take on your active warranty. Is there gonna be an upfront payment a profit center created 
just for taking on the active warranty or for servicing your infrastructure before they arrive, and how much is that? Next, I would contact the lawyer, and if you need some suggestions, I work with some of the best, alongside some of the best. Next, if you're considering selling your house, be upfront with your agent before you list your house because you may want to pause the listing of your crib until this is settled and figured out. If your house is already listed and active and it's solar that's on your roof, tell your agent because maybe that was overlooked. I broke this news yesterday, so it's only been in the news cycle for 24 hours. You and your agent need to have a very serious sit down because after this talk show, this is percolated the news cycle and it will come up either in a home inspection or at the closing table. And the last thing I want for you as a homeowner who's looking to sell their house is to have a deal kiboshed because of a shady, nefarious company. The steps that I'm outlining are the best ways to hedge risk. It's called a strategy, a path from A to B. And I relay that strategy and those steps to hedge risk to you as value for you, the viewer and listener. That's what we try to do here is provide value to you. If you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. If you have any concerns, I'm happy to try to answer them. And if I cannot, um, I will connect you with some people that can. Kevin Yancey in Waynesboro says, there are three surrounding state Segura LLCs that are also showing closed, by the way. This is going to get, I promise you, way ugly before it gets better. Much more ugly before it gets better. Class action lawsuit. Now, there's two companies locally. Oh, I take that back. There are two entrepreneurs and groups locally that are considering the purchasing of Segura assets for pennies on the dollar. This is a distressed company. Entrepreneurs locally are looking to get opportunistic with buying something for next to nothing. It's capitalism. The roofing company that's into it, I won't name you. And the individual, who I'm not going to name now because this individual, he and I are connected and talking, and he's asked me not to do it. I'm giving you free advice, advice from a branding and advertising perspective, and there's no one in this community, a 300,000-person market, that does branding or advertising better than yours truly. This is how I make my living. The roofing company that's considering purchasing these distress assets and the wealthy entrepreneur that's considering purchasing Segura and these distress assets. Should either of you purchase these companies for pennies, this company for pennies on the dollar, do not keep the brand Segura Solar. Change the brand of the company. You can buy some infrastructure, maybe you're buying some equipment, 
Maybe you're buying the network of, of, of labor, but Jesus, do not keep the name Segura Solar. This name is now synonymous with the big pile of turd. Okay? The name is now synonymous with the big pile of turd. Do not keep the name Segura Solar. Another thing, and I got to be straightforward here, and this is going to suck for a lot of people. The team members that have Segura Solar on their resume that may or may not be looking for other work that need previous work experience to get future jobs, this resume builder, Segura Solar, is not as polished or as leverageable or as impressive as it was 18 or 24 months ago. Because this storyline pretty much is turning the company into a big pile of turd. And you need previous work experience to get a new gig on your resume. Is this previous work experience now synonymous with working for Enron? Is this previous work experience? What are some of the companies that are big piles of turd, Judah? Let's weave Judah White Wickhauer into a two-shot. Is this previous work experience now synonymous with, say, like, the Champion Hospitality Group? Is this I mean, previous work experience now synonymous with Enron? Viewers and listeners, put some other companies in there that are big piles of turd. But do you feel like the employees get red-lettered for, uh, for something that the, uh, the CEOs have done? Unfortunately, yes. Like, really? I mean, do you really think that people working for, uh, <clears throat> at any of the uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter Smith restaurants are, like, people won't hire them because they work for Hunter? If you're the head of accounting or the chief financial officer of the Champion Hospitality Group and everyone and their mother knows that payroll bounced for an extended period of time and people still have not been paid and your responsibility is managing payroll and the finances, that's going to shine, reflect poorly on, on you. Okay, but that's one person in a, in a rather small business. So you if you are the human resource, head of human resources, or if you're the head of the customer support division at Segura Solar, and your job is to manage customer expectations and customer quality of life and keep them happy, are you going to put on your resume, I was in charge of keeping customers happy at Segura Solar, when the person that's interviewing you and does some resume research will type in Segura Solar and see hundreds of nasty reviews? If you're the person that's in charge of payroll, if you're in charge of payroll at a company that bounces payroll, are you going to be, I'm the one that's in charge of payroll for the company that bounces? John Blair says this, please pass along to Judah, there are people who still hold Lehman Brothers experience against a prospective employee. And those people were not even in the C-suite at Lehman Brothers. So you got Lehman okay. Brothers, you got Enron, you got... Champion Hospitality Group. You got Segura Solar. You got uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah. That's another big pile of turd, right? Yeah. FTX. A FTX. That's, that's a huge pile of turd, right? A sticking huge pile of turd, right? Yeah, no doubt. What else? I mean, what are some other sticking huge pile of turd companies out there? Suggestions, put them in the feed. 
Thur yes, Kevin Thur Higgins. Theranos. Yeah. Yes, Kevin Higgins. Yes, a great one. And I appreciate, I appreciate what Stephanie's saying. Yeah. Stephanie watching the program, Stephanie Wells-Rhodes. She's a businesswoman. She knows what's up. She says, as long as I didn't own the business, it's not my fault. That's why I'm looking for employment. I respect that. But if I was trying to hire someone and I saw this on their resume, I would immediately second-guess the hiring of this person. Because hiring and firing is critically important to the success of any company. What does Warren Buffett say? Warren Buffett says this, hire slowly, fire quickly. Hire slowly, fire quickly. We're at a time where very talented people cannot get quality jobs. If I had two people that were equal, right? Hold on, big. Okay, if I had two people that were equal, J-Dubs, and one of them was a managing director at Lehman Brothers, and one of them was a managing director at Blackstone, and I was looking to hire a senior VP position at BlackRock, and both the managing director at Lehman Brothers and the managing director at BlackRock, in my eyes, were the same talent level, I swear I would go managing director of Blackstone over managing director of Lehman Brothers. Because the MD at Lehman Brothers is linked to a pile of stink while the MD at Blackstone is linked to one of the best hedge fund brands of the globe. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it local. Here's a local one. You ready for this one? If I was looking to hire a chief financial officer for my firm in Charlottesville and we had two applicants, the first applicant was a chief financial officer with work experience as a CFO at Champion Hospitality Group, and the other was a chief financial uh, officer with work experience at Annie McClure's, the Virginian restaurant group, the Biltmore, the Virginian, the Citizen Burger Bars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I would hire the CFO from the Virginian restaurant group that has a sterling reputation as opposed to the CFO of the Champion Hospitality Group even though maybe the CFO of the Champion Hospitality Group did not know that checks were going to bounce and the finances were in this kind of disgusting, disturbing, disheartening, demoralizing position. I'll take it from a macro level. If I was looking to hire a senior VP for an accounting firm, call it KPMG, PwC, PricewaterhouseCooper, I'm hiring for one of those companies, and the people on paper, my candidates, are someone from Enron or someone from Moss Adams or Baker Tilly. I take Moss Adams and Baker Tilly all day over the Enron guy. Hire slowly, fire quickly. Now, I'll take it a step further. For the businesses that are in a labor market, a physical labor market tied to houses. Let's, let's talk remodeling companies and let's talk roofing companies. Segura Solar has got a bunch of people looking for work. So if you're in the remodeling business, the roofing business, a business that's tied to working with your hands on houses, you got a labor pool in Segura Solar that is available now that can help fill in gaps for you. 
Consider the labor pool that are now free agents to fill in the gaps at your businesses that are associated with improving homes physically. Am I missing anything? Viewers and listeners, what am I missing? Anyone? We'll get to LinkedIn. John Blair says, this is a big story, big, John Blair says, this is a big story in consumer affairs and business, and you are the only news outlet covering this, Jerry. Thank you for watching, JB. He also says, I know that there are some folks that criticize and attack you. <coughs> Mary Catherine King, <coughs> sorry, I'm taking the high road. I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm too late. I'm taking the high road. I'm taking the high road. Jerry, I know that there are a lot of people that may criticize or attack you, but I just looked at the home pages of the Daily Progress, WINA, NBC 29, and CBS 19, and I did not see a single mention of this story. That's worth highlighting. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Stephen Spaulding, with your um, panels, your Segura panels, you're looking for an attorney? I can help you with that. The attorneys that are watching this show, and watch the zoom there on the two shot. I think the zoom levels are off a little bit. Zoom us in if you could, please. The, um, I'd see maybe a dozen attorneys that are watching this program. Um, DM me and get up in my inbox if you want me to start pounding, uh, pounding your, uh, your inbox with referrals from all these people that are asking for help right now. Attorneys watching the program, let me know if you want me to send you this business. Neil Williamson, what up, dog? I got uh, one of the TV stations watching right now. Kevin Higgins, this is a, Kevin Higgins has this comment. Something tells me this is much more than financial mismanagement. I don't know all the government monetary incentives, but my bet is this company was created to drain those government programs off the backs of hardworking families. I think this story is just getting started. Remember, for years, and, and J-Dubs, if you can respond to these folks, that would be amazing. Thank you. Thank them for responding. For years, the government was offering uh, tax credits. Tax credits for solar installation. I believe those tax credits have since um, evaporated. Have the tax credits evaporated? God, that would be horrendous. That is another wrinkle to this that I didn't consider. Tax credits for solar have diminished or dwindled to nothing. So the demand for solar installation is diminishing and dwindling to nothing because the homeowner is not getting the gravy money from the government to install the panels anymore. And because the homeowner is not getting the gravy money from the government to install the panels anymore, the cost of the infrastructure and the setup is way more costly, which is a barrier of entry that diminishes demand in a crowded marketplace 
of Tom, Dick, and Harry Solar Companies. Jesus. There, I'm literally walking through this on air as a businessman. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm literally talking out loud here. Viewers and listeners, bear with me here and tell me if you think my logic is right. Kevin Higgins, you got the wheels turning. And, and, and John, what are your thoughts on this? You know I trust you, dude. The tax credits for solar installation are, have diminished or dwindled to nothing. And because they've diminished and dwindled to nothing, the consumer or the average family now is not getting subsidized by the government to install the panels. Because they're not getting the tax credits to install the panels, the cost of installation is greater, creating a barrier of entry that diminishes demand for installation of panels, which could be a cause and effect of why so many of these solar companies are acting nefariously closing shop and screwing customers. Cully Baggett, the uh, developer. Cully, I very much encourage you to watch yesterday's program. Yesterday's show is one of the best ones we've ever done in the history of the I Love Seville Network. If you could give yesterday's program and you get a snapshot on what happened with Segura Solar, here's the snapshot in 15 seconds. Earlier this week, Segura Solar, Route 29, Westfield headquarters, under the cloak of darkness, moving trucks, empty their headquarters without the landlord knowing. They owe six figures plus to the landlord. The landlord got, was getting to the point of selling the inventory, selling the infrastructure, selling the computer equipment at auction within the headquarters to make up the six-figure exposure on the lease. Segura Solar is ghosting companies over the last year to the point that ghosting customers to the point that customers are banging on doors in Richmond and Charlottesville, let me in, let me in, you're screwing me, you're screwing me, my electric bill is high and through the roof and I'm still paying you money for my Segura solar installation because it's on a financing term of 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Help me, money is tight, I can't afford groceries, I can't keep my kids fed. And no one's opening the door, no one's returning emails or phone calls. This is like a living nightmare for people. You jumping in here? Yeah. Okay, gonna, show is yours, j I'm going comment from, uh, from Scott Morris saying, my understanding is that they took the credit up front and used it to reduce financing. Also, of course, they are raking the incentive and without government juice, it doesn't make sense. It never has. They sell it on the fact that the 20-year monthly cost equals the electric bill. Then they own a product that's paid and out of warranty. Read that again. Scott Morris is a smart guy. Scotty Moe, I love when you watch the program. Scott Morris is um, one of those dudes that like, you know what Scott has? Scott is able to quickly decipher what's going down and make decisions that hedge risk for himself and his family mm -hmm. strategically. Scott has that gift. Can you, what, which page did that comment come on? Uh, that's on my page. That's on, okay. I mean, I, I want to read it. I want to read it. Scott, keep... Keep firing my, my way, Scott, please. I trust your opinion, as you know, especially the business stuff and the father stuff. You got three kids, we got two. 
he says this. My understanding is that they took the credit up front and used it to reduce the financing. Also, of course, they are raking the incentive, and without government juice, it doesn't make sense. It never has. They sell it on the fact that the 20-year monthly cost equals the electric bill, and then they own a product that's paid and out of warranty. There it is, Scott. Boom. Scott, it's almost, it's, it's a hustle. It's a shell game. It's a smoke and mirrors game. We're going to put panels on your roof. It's going to take your electric bill down next to nothing. What you pay us each month for that panel installation is going to be a little bit less than your electric bill, and you're doing a good thing for the environment. Once you pay off this six-figure installation bill, then you don't have to pay us, the solar company, or the third party that's financing it, any more money. And then you have all the infrastructure in place to keep your electric bill at zilch. He makes the point, 20 years from now, what's the warranty going to look like? And is that infrastructure old and dated? And who's going to service it? Damn, that's good, dude. That's good, Scotty. Sherry Wilcom, hello. Juan Sarmiento, hello. I got the Richmond Times-Dispatch watching this program right now. I see you, RTD. Scott, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, Scott. How the hell can, they, can someone with Segura on their roof, the panels, the infrastructure, the outstanding debt service, in a warranty that's tied to a company that's folding? How can that house be listed and sold? Because the buyer assumes the debt. It's passed over. How can that house be sold, Scott? I sincerely am asking that question. Does anyone have that answer? And here's the crappy situation. Segura's one of the market leaders here. In the 300,000 person market, or was. Would the realtors that sell the house, I would imagine they have to disclose that it's Segura infrastructure on the roof, just like they disclose there's foundation issues, mold issues, or a significant problem with the house because that's the whole code of ethics thing, right? So isn't Segura solar on a roof now synonymous with mold, water damage, foundation issues? Am I, am I reading this wrong? Seriously. Sarah Hill Buchensky, SHB, when she comments, I read and listen closely. She says, also, once the solar panels are not working anymore, disposal is not very good for the environment. That's true. As Sarah Hill Buchinski. Very true. Multiple viewers and listeners are saying, we had a hailstorm recently, and their panels got damaged by the hail, and now they're not producing the same 
Um, energy. I'm, I'm not sure energy is the right word. Output, wattage. I don't yeah, know. all that. They're not producing the same output, wattage, whatever the phrase is, that they were prior to the hailstorm because the hailstorm damaged the infrastructure. Man. You jump it in, J-Dubs? Please do. Yeah, Scott Morris responded with, uh, the recommendation on my end is never to assume the debt. Force the seller to pay with proceeds of the sale. That's good advice from Scotty Moe, who's in the game. I've got an attorney calling me right now. Attorney, we're doing the show right now. See, you see the, the attorney right there? Uh, I guess. We're doing the show right now. I gotta, I gotta silence you. We've got attorneys on the tip right now because they see a sales funnel of new business. Scott says the recommendation on my end is to never assume the debt, force the seller to pay with proceeds of sale. I don't know many sellers that would do that though, Scotty Moe. If the seller was forced to pay the outstanding debt as opposed to passing on the outstanding debt like the solar company promised them, then that seller would get a lot less ducats at closing. And then that seller would say, I'm not selling my crib to these people that want me to pay the outstanding debt at closing. Right? If I was selling my crib and I owed, call it a hundred, a hundy, a C-note, a hundred thousand dollars to either a solar company or a third party that was financing the, the installation or finance the installation. And if someone was trying to buy my spot and said, I'm going to buy your spot on the condition or the contingency that you pay off that 100K with the proceeds that I pay you at closing, if I was selling my crib, I'd be like, nah, dog, I'm not selling to you. Realtor, find me a different buyer. Scott said, it's not the buyer's obligation. They didn't put that on the property. Right. It's not the buyer's obligation. He's 100% right. But it's also not the seller's obligation to pay off the outstanding debt from the proceeds at closing. And what takes this step, what, takes, what compounds this matter even more? Dude, this, I'm, we're literally working this out as a community live on air with experts like Scotty Moe, I have what I see at, that I know of 13 attorneys watching me live on air right now. Hold on. One, two, three, four, Kevin five, Yancey says six, it is wattage. Seven, eight, nine. 14 attorneys watching the program right now, Judah. Here's another thing that's compounding this thing, this matter. The inventory levels are so pinched and tight in Central Virginia. We're at inventory levels that are synonymous, as I've learned from Keith Smith, from 2015 levels. So buyers, because the levels are so tight, are desperate to get out of expensive leases and into home ownership. Would those buyers look past Segura Solar on a roof like buyers did during COVID when they bought cribs without home inspections. 
Jesus, man. This is serious. The level of unpacking we're doing right now is legitimately because of the comments that are coming in. Sarah Hill Buchensky, who's in the game, says, sellers might be able to get away with transferring me the debt in the market right now with inventory so low. Literally what I just said, I completely agree, SHB, because the buyers are so desperate. Buyers are buying cribs without inspections. Buyers are buying cribs at price points that surpass appraised levels. Would buyers be so desperate to get out of leases that they just assume debt from a company that's nefarious and felonious? This is a big deal. SHB, I got a sincere question for you, SHB. If you took on a listing, would you disclose to the public on the MLS in the copy that it's Segura Solar on the roof? I'm sincerely asking you that question, SHB. If you took on a listing and the listing you took on was Segura Solar on the roof, would you disclose it? Segura would like to have someone join us on the show for a response. I just got that text message. Segura, the show is yours. When would you, I literally just got this text message. I'm going to slide over to Judah. I'm sliding over to you. You can put it on a studio camera if you want. It's not going to show anything. All right, put it on a shot with you. You see that right there? <clears throat> hey, I rep Segura. They aren't going bankrupt. Segura would like to have someone join your show for a response. And Sarah Hill Baczynski says, yes, must be disclosed. Segura, you are more than welcome to come on this program anytime you want. Um... I'm responding, absolutely. But whoever comes on this program, I will hold them, I will give them a fair interview. Anybody who watches this show knows I will. But I will be very direct with my questioning. I will mention the Westfield location, the over six figures that is owed to the landlord, the closing of the Richmond location, the month plus of missed payroll, the turnstile that is the chief executive officer position, the Better Business Bureau, Google reviews, Yelp reviews, and Better Business Bureau reviews. I'm going to pass along the firsthand perspective from the nearly 200 homeowners that are beyond pissed off with you, including perspective from people that are banging on the door and you're not letting them in returning their phone call or emails. Segura, you're welcome to come on the show. But it's not going to be a cakewalk interview. It will be fair, but not a cakewalk. I have considerable, considerable perspective and feedback from active and or fired employees documented and paper trailed. documented and paper trailed, including the
inner workings of some attorneys with clients locally. If you want to come on this show, I will do a fair interview in a very, 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 very pointed interview with questions. I'm going to text back. Do we want to do this on Monday before the holiday? Viewers and listeners, when should we do this? Monday's July 3rd. Wednesday's July 5th. On Thursday, July 6th, I have Commonwealth's attorney Jim Hingley, Zagora Solar, on the 6th of July, Thursday, the Commonwealth's attorney of Almora County is coming in to this show. How about Monday, July 10th, Segura Solar? I'm going to text that back. How about Monday, July 10th, 12.15 p.m. arrival, 12.30 p.m. showtime. We can live stream to your Segura Solar Facebook page so folks specifically your paying customers see you on air. Can we go to the Judicam and can you widen the lens? Oh, let's see. Or slide over a little bit, if you could. Can you confirm to the viewers and listeners what I just texted? Okay, you just mean to read it? Yeah. Absolutely. How about Monday, July 10? 12.15 p.m. arrival, 12.30 p.m. showtime. We can live stream to your Segura Solar Facebook page so folks, specifically your paying customers, see your clients on air. Right? When you, I, yeah, I guess. Sarah Hill Buchensky says it absolutely needs to be disclosed that Segura Solar would be on the roof. Remember, Keith Smith on Real Talk this morning, Segura Solar signed a contract with Keith's Real Talk LLC business that they would pay X amount of dollars every month to Keith, a signed contract. And Segura went at least nine months without paying that signed bill, that yeah. signed contract. Keith said that on the show, did he not? Yeah. Keith's as straight as it gets, right? He certainly wouldn't say that, right? Well, we know he's not lying. All right, we got bubbles. Bubbles coming from... Oh, the bubbles went away. Uh, Kevin Hagen said, hopefully they don't try to zoom into your show from an airport terminal. Segura, if you come on the program, I'm going to ask you why you owe over six figures to the landlord at Westfield. And Segura, if you come on this program, I'm going to ask you about the Google reviews, the Yelp reviews, the Better Business Bureau reviews, and I'm going to relay a video that one of your customers sent to me where he went to your headquarters on multiple days, banging on your door to get let into the headquarters because you were ghosting him via email and phone call. Bubbles. And Segura, if you're going to come on the program, Segura, I'm going to ask you about 
your CEO, Andy, B-I-N-D-E-A, is it Bindia? And if Andy is on the lam, out of the country, I'm going to ask you about the revolving doors of chief executive officers, why your staff has not gotten paid for a month or more. I'll ask you why ever since the founder fired the executive team this past November, things tanked, and why you fired the executive team. I'll ask you about the CEOs that got fired months into their job, including Nathan King, who went from general counsel to CEO. And I'm going to ask you about the interested parties that are looking to purchase your business um, for pennies on the dollar. I'm giving you a heads up of what I will ask. And if you give me answers like, I can't speak to that now, I will consider that bullshit, absolute bullshit. So if you're going to come on this show and give me answers like, my counsel has said I'm not supposed to answer this now, spare me the time. And Kevin Higgins says you should do a show with customers before the Segura show. Yeah, it's a good idea. Viewers and listeners that are customers of Segura Solar, if you are willing to come on this program, I am willing to host you, and I will just offer a platform for you to tell your Segura story. Viewers and listeners, if you are Segura customers, you can come on the program to tell your Segura story. And then we'll take that video from the Segura story, the customer story, and play it for the folks that come on the show from Segura. Suzanne Daly says, Jerry, you're giving them all your questions. You're scaring them away. Just get them in the door and then grill. I, I appreciate that, but I'm not that kind of guy. I want to give them a heads up. Wow. Wow. Multiple agents have put in the fee. They absolutely have to disclose that it's Segura infrastructure in a listing if this goes active. I'm happy to host. That would be a, quite the uh, interview, would it not? The interview we're talking about. Yeah, but you mentioned uh, Kevin Higgins talked about having customers on the show before uh, before the score. Fair, that's fair. Customers come on the show. Don't you think we should have yeah, them on? Definitely. I mean, so I'm curious if they're not servicing their product. Where do you and and you're still paying for the product? I'm, can you go a little? If you're if if they're not servicing their product, but you're still paying for said product, what's your recourse? It's a great question. Um, is when you when you buy a house and you do a loan and you get a loan to buy a house, 
that loan that you have, that debt service, can be sold two or three times, four yeah, times, right. a bunch of times. Yeah, and if the bank went under that had the loan, it would get sold to someone else. Right. But Here, Here's my point. Here's my point. If, you're, if you have a financing vehicle for the installation of solar, because you don't have the money, like 99.9% .9 of the people to pay for yeah. it up front, right? Has that, is that financing vehicle still in the same hands of the initial folks? Right. Has that financing vehicle been sold to someone yeah. else? Is that financing vehicle a third party not tied to Segura? And if it is sold, do they then take on the, uh, the responsibility of uh, fixing something if it goes wrong? That's a great question. No, 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 no. The financing, the financing if, if the financing vehicle is sold to another party, that other party is not responsible for servicing the infrastructure. All they do is carry the debt service and charge point on, points on the debt service, and that's how they make their money. They are not responsible for warranties or servicing the infrastructure. I mean, that's kind of messed up, but, right? There's a lot of messed up shit here. Like, you're, that, that would be like buying a... That would be like buying a service warranty on a car, and then they sell the, they sell the warranty to someone else and say, we're not going to service your car anymore, but you've got to keep paying for the service warranty because we sold it and you owe money on it, right? Am I I, I don't think that's similar. It's not similar? No. So you're saying that if you're paying off a however many thousands of dollar uh, solar installation, but the people that, uh, that sold it to you sold the uh, the debt sold the debt and say we're not going to touch it anymore they're only responsible for the debt if you if you buy a crib and the crib is finance i'm not going to use a you know scott morse is a fantastic lender if you need a lender ross mortgage scott morse scott morse is the man i've seen him move mountains whoever finances your purchase the likelihood of that entity that's carrying the debt from day one continuing the debt over the 30-year mortgage is, um, is, how would I characterize the likeliness, Scott, of... Right, but they're, not, but they're also not responsible for anything that happens to the house. You've generally got... You which know, is the same case with the solar. No. How is it different? The warranty you have is with the company. But the debt service you're paying is with the third party. Right. So I'm saying, what recourse do you have in regards to the warranty? Therein, li therein they, lies the rub. If they, sold it, if they sold the debt service to someone else. And that's why I said it's like buying a, a service warranty on a car. Like, I can bring my car in any time and get it fixed up. And I'm paying, you know, I'm paying for it every month, every year. Therein lies the rub. And if they sell the debt service on that to someone else, but then say, we're not going to service your car, it's not quite the same thing as a bank owning your... Uh, Bill McChesney says, Judah, installation and warranty are two different things. Right. So are we saying that Segura Solar is... I mean, I get that installation is one thing. Is that all we're talking about? When you install we're not something... about the warranty? When you install something at this clip, 
it comes with a warranty. A warranty that says we will back up our installation and our product. Right? Yeah. And when you install something at this financial level, it comes with financing plans because no one has a lump sum of money like this. Few people do. So they yeah. finance it. Right? Mm-hmm. So average Jerry, average Sally, average Bobby, average Billy, average Barbara, they take these deals at face value, right? There's a level of inherent trust that the majority of people just rock with and roll with. A salesman knocks on their door, rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat. Barbara and Billy open the door with the kids screaming in the background. And they listen to the salesman as the salesman comes in their house and sits at their kitchen table and gives them the pitch and shows them the finance, financing mechanics. It's going to cost you this much money, but if you, get this, if you pay this much money, you're going to save this much money on your electric bill. Yeah, I know. I, I get all that. Not everyone does, so I'm explaining it as simple as possible. This much money finance over this period of time is going to cost you this amount each month. But you're going to save this much with your Dominion bill, so it should offset your payments. And when the term of financing is done, you own this infrastructure free and clear. You're no longer paying the financing company, and you don't have to pay Dominion, so you come out ahead. Most average Billies and Barbaras are taking the longest term possible. Why? To, to lower, the, lower the monthly cost. What's that? What is it? To lower the monthly cost. To keep the monthly payment as low as possible. Right? The exposure of keeping a term as long as possible is what? Higher interest. What else? I don't know. I, tell me. Companies falling apart. This, this is exposure, right? And the sticky or friction if you need to sell your house before the payment window term has been closed. Often I've heard of that financing vehicle transferring at closing to the new buyer. But is that new buyer now going to be willing to take on that financing vehicle with what we know is going down now? Right. I am happy to host Segura on this program. But I don't back down from anyone. Oh, man. This is from Deep Throat on Twitter. He says, I think different solar companies do it differently. Sometimes 
It is just that the solar company helps arrange a loan with a third party. The warranty is with the solar company totally separate. Others, I think the solar company keeps ownership of the panels and you pay for power produced. In that case, you would not care so much if the solar company goes bust. Someone else will end up owning the panels and you pay, and you pay them. Pure debt versus executory contract. Sunrun would be an example of the latter. They own panels. You enter into power purchase agreement. I see what I can, and I don't know all the attorneys by names, but I see two law firms legitimately watching us with their Facebook pages right now and 14 attorneys on the show. I'm not, Suzanne, I, and, I, and I'm not meaning this in a I'm not throwing shade by any means to, to him because you know I love him. I'm, I was not sure what Judah was, was, was saying there. That's why I went with the, uh, the explanation I'm ex I'm from start to, to her. What's that? I'm explaining in the uh, I, 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 Yeah, I was not sure what you were saying either. That's I, why I went from the explanation was, from saying, start to finish. What I was saying was <clears throat> who services the warranty if the company won't but you still have to pay? Who services... One more time? Never mind. No, come on. I, I we're was, having a conversation. The viewers don't understand what you're saying, okay? That's what we're trying to figure out. I'm not trying to... Somebody... We, we're, we're all asking questions about who's servicing the, uh, the panels, right? Yeah. If Segura Solar disappears, who services the panels? We talked about... Uh, we, so we mentioned the fact that people had uh, lower wattage after, after getting their panels... The hail pound, store. Pounded by hail. Right. So the question is, who fixes the solar panels? If you're still paying for the solar panels, who's fixing them? I would imagine it would be the company that installed them. And that's not Segura, Segura Solar? For if Segura installed the panels on someone's roof, it would be them. That's why these people are contacting Segura and driving to their headquarters and saying, what's going on here? And that was my question. Who, like... Segura. Yeah. They would. But look at the Better Business Bureau reviews, the Google reviews, the Yelp reviews. They're ghosting people. Right. So the question is, do you, do you keep paying for a warranty that is not being serviced? The warranty is part of the contract you sign. What you're paying every month is the financing for the infrastructure that was put on your roof. So you're saying the warranty is immaterial, it doesn't matter, and if you... Uh, it's part of the contract you signed. Okay, never mind. I do mean, you understand? Yeah, but if they're not servicing it, what does that do to the contract? You still have... The financing is with a third party in a lot of cases. And you still have to pay the third party the money that's owed because you have a contract with them. Yeah. And if you don't, that impacts credit. So are you saying there are two different contracts? Potentially, in some cases. But Deep Throat just explained to us that one example is Sunrun, they own the panels and you enter into a power purchase agreement with them. The solar company keeps ownership of the panels and you pay for the power produced. In that case, you would not care so much if the company goes bust. So in that scenario, and Deep Throat, walk me through it. Okay, Deep Throat, you're a smart guy here. Deep Throat is a smart ass dude. 
in the scenario you outline, oh, it's two o'clock. Are we going to get to any of the other stuff on this headlines? Jim Hingley is on Thursday's show. He's the Commonwealth's attorney of Albemarle County. I, I've got to put this on the radar of the Commonwealth's attorney of Albemarle County in six days, Segura Solar. Do you understand what I'm saying, Segura Solar? Commonwealth's attorney of Albemarle County will be on the show in six days. Uh, Police Chief Michael Kotchis will be on the I Love Seville show on Charlottesville Police Department Chief Michael Kotchis will be on the show on Tuesday, July 11th. Tuesday, July 11th. We have Kotchis lined up. Score, giving you a heads up on that too. Deep Throat says, fantastic, Deep Throat, thank you. Deep Throat says some, some solar companies like Sunrun keep ownership of the panels and you pay for the power produced. In that case, you would not care if the company goes bust. So here's what a Sunrun is doing. And Deep Throat, tell me if this analysis is right. A Sunrun, a Sunrun takes control of the power that's produced. They own the panels and you pay them for the power. Yeah, so you're paying them instead of the electric company. But Sunrun knows that they can monetize the power, and that's a commodity. So the panels that Sunrun would install on your roof, and, and walk me through this, walk, walk this through me with me, Deep Throat. Sunrun puts panels on your roof, no money down. They own the panels. And when sun hits those panels, that power is then sold back to the homeowner. But Sunrun then commoditizes that power elsewhere. No doubt. So you could put panels all over yeah. people's roofs and, and sell that, pan that power sell the to that house. And the gravy power then becomes their profit center. Is that right there, Deep Throat? That's the businessman and me coming, coming out. Sunrun puts the panels on your roof at no charge, no money down. They monitor your inverter to see what is produced. You pay them for that. You continue to pay Dominion as usual for net power used from the grid. This is, a, this is like a... Uh, This sounds like uh, going down to. Uh, this sounds like I'm in walking through Queens, and I see a, a dude with a cardboard box in front of him, and 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 three aces, and he moves those aces around, and gets you to pay five dollars, and he loses the five dollars to you because you find where the ace of hearts is. Then he says, you want to double up at 10? And then he moves the three aces around and says, where's the ace of hearts? And you find it and you win 15. And then he goes, you want to go 20 now? And he moves those aces around and you find the ace of hearts and you get 5, 10, and another 20. So now you're up 30, 35. Then he goes, you know what? Give me one chance of winning my money back. Move these aces around. I'll bet you 100 bucks. Well, you're, you're already three for three. So you consider a C note. And then next thing you know, the hustle becomes a reality and you lose 65 bucks. 
Deep throat. Well, I, I respect that deep throat. He, deep throat says, I always simply bought my panels outright. That is also because you're an extremely successful financier with deep pockets. Not everyone has the lucrative means of buying the panels outright, which I'm sure you can appreciate deep throat. He says, if I, were, if I were doing the no money down, I would go with a model like Sunrun. Either I take the full risk or I want to take none of the risk. The third party lender agreement, I hate that example. I hate that for people. The third party lender agreement. Here's a perfect example why this whole fiasco that we're in now. I love your, your uh, perspective, Deep Throat. Uh, We got so many comments coming in. If you see a comment that we need to relay on air, please do. John for a Blair on LinkedIn says, on a local level, I know of someone who worked at Tempo as a bouncer who could not get work after the Jesse Matthews incident, even though he wasn't working on the night that Hannah Graham was at Tempo. Tempo was that side restaurant right down from where Commonwealth Sky Bar is or Passiflora on that side street on the downtown mall. It used to be Tempo, and it used to be, uh, what was the name of the restaurant before, uh, before Brees owned it, before it was Tempo? God, I used to go there and try to pick up chicks all the time. What was the name of the bar before it was Tempo? Curtis, can you help me with that, Curtis Shaver? What was the name of the bar before it was Tempo? It was a great spot to meet the ladies. Yeah, Ventana. God, I effing love you, Curtis. Ventana. And wasn't it called something before Ventana, Curtis? What was it called before Ventana, C-Shave? It's a great spot to meet girls. Ventana to Tempo. Tempo was when Brees owned it. He turned it into a nightclub after 10 o'clock. Chad Woodrop and Ventana as well. He was part of Steve Isaac's triple wing attack at Western Admiral High School, Chad Wood, just a talented running back, now a, a viewer and listener of this fine and fair talk show. Ventana to Tempo. Tempo was where Hannah Graham got kidnapped by Jesse Matthews. Jesse Matthews, the serial murderer and rapist, went into Tempo and allegedly picked her up put her on his shoulder, walked her out of Tempo. And John says he's got someone who worked at Tempo as a, as a bouncer or knows somebody who was a bouncer at Tempo who could not get work after the Jesse Matthews incident even though he was not working at the night of the Handa Graham kidnapping. That shows you that the resume experience matters. That's the point he's making here. John, what am I missing here, dude, with this story? I, I trust you extremely very much, sir. You know I do. Deep Throat, what am I missing here with this story? Joe Plantania, what am I missing here with this story? What am I missing here, Joe Plantania? Many, many beers ago for me as well, Chad Wood. Those were, those were some good days. Now we got uh, wives and bambinos. Damn, it's two o'clock. 
We've got work to do. All right. Segura Solar, you can come on the program anytime you want. I've posed a date to your um, council. I got to get out of here. I got to get to work. This is not a top four revenue stream for us. <laughs> but it's 90 minutes in here without commercial break and stopping. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Um, not right now. I have to go to the bathroom and my mouth is parched. Can you toss me a red vine? Let's see. Watch the last two shows, please. They're archived on ilovesevil.com. Comments coming in from key people that I trust. Deep Throat says, I think you've described it very, very well. He also says, one thing to consider is a lot of these systems are durable. Most people can touch them for, not touch them, most people cannot touch them for 15 years and they're fine. Appreciate that, Deep Throat. I think the hailstorm effed some people up. All right, I gotta get out of here because I gotta go to the bathroom and I'm really thirsty. And this red vine is making me really thirsty. Holly Foster, thank you. For Judah Wickhauer, I'm Jerry Miller. I'll keep you posted with turn of events via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn when this interview happens. You're not gonna wanna miss it. You got something before we close? You can do it if you want. It's good? No, we're good. I trust your judgment if you wanna say anything. Um, did you hear about the. Uh... Yeah, Little closing, Lytle. Oh, there's that, too, but... Um, what was the other thing? It's a... Uh, a pay-your-people... Let me get on screen. There's a uh, apparently a pay-your-people march from Brasserie to Champion tonight. What's that? There is a pay-your-people march going from Brasserie to Champion tonight. Really? Where'd you hear that? Uh, I saw it on uh, Charlottesville subreddit, and uh, there's a Facebook post from uh, Michael Flesner. I can read it if you want. There's a pay your people march. People are marching from Passiflora to Brasier Cezanne. BS, BS, BS. Brasier Cezanne, BS. Um, on the downtown read, mall. You want me to read his post real quick? I'm sorry? You want me to read his post you, real quick? Other folks are saying they can't hear you either. I'm just, I'm, there's a lot. Okay. Do you want me to read the post? Sure, if you'd like okay. to, yeah. Any of my Seville friends, Brasserie and Passiflora closed, no notice. We are all owed last checks, which they refuse to pay. Champion Breweries last night is tomorrow. It's CBS actually today, June 30th. That was probably well, this posted was yesterday. This was 14 hours ago. Okay. CBS Action News is hopefully meeting all of us in front of Brasserie at 545, then walking over to Champion and see where, the, where our money is. More the better. Come and support your out-of-work restaurant workers. 545. By the way, Champion Brewery owns Brasserie Saison and Passiflora. Holla back, people. More the better. Holla back. Holla back, y'all. Holla back. All right, that's all she wrote. Attorneys, inbox is open. DMs are open. Um, I want homeowners that are in this situation, crappy, you can come on the show, tell your story. It's paramount that we humanize, localize, 
and personalize your plight. For Judah Wickhauer, I'm Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Sebo Show. All the back, y'all.